you know, the first thing we like to do on the cast uh-huh. is make up a word. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah so yeah. I'm going to go one, two, three, go. Uh-huh. And on go, we're both going to just say a word that comes to mind. <laughs> first word that comes to mind. Okay. All right, okay. That's okay. Awesome. okay. One, mm. two, three. Bandana. Nicotine and bandana. You said bandana. I did. This could be good. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta fuse nicotine and bandana. Okay. There's bandana teen. Bandana. Nicodana. 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 Uh, hold, all right. <laughs> bandana. I feel like I need to write them out. I, I always see yeah. uh, bandana nicotine nicotine nicodana nicodana uh, ban bandicotinana bandy. What was the two that you just said? Bandine. Ba- oh, ban- Bandanatine. Bandana. No. Nicodana? Nicodana. I think I think that I think that like Nicodana and Bandana Ban Banditine. 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 Yeah. Banditine's good. Yeah. Uh Banditine is like what do you think it is? It's uh it's a it's a a, a type of, of teenager. <laughs> Banditine? Like that's good. Um are, are, could they possibly be kind of what I was just Describing yeah, in, my, so. like, in my anarchist, idea. anarchist, but they're actually really good-hearted. Yeah, yeah. Bandit- gnome. <laughs> right. They have a hard shell exterior, but inside they're really lovable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like no one gets them, but their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and like, their parents just love them. <laughs> yes. So banditine, right? Banditine, banditine. It's like and hash bandicoot that is up to you. Yeah. Spelling optional. Oh, can I get the country of origin, please? <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> Uh, all right, so banditine, here we go, start the show. We're gonna make it with Evan the Nakis. Get ready, cause the show's about to begin. Just like our careers, our day is almost here. But until then, we're gonna have to do it ourselves. We're gonna make it, can't you just tell? Ah. We are going to make it the podcast with Devin Bonet, Kids and Cats. Okay, ready? Lion face. Uh, Lemon face. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, lion face. All right, let's go through vowels. Ah. E. Oh. Or I. I. Did we forget I? I'm just really selfless. You know, I don't want to talk about I. You. You. Let's talk about you. That's the one that I want to talk about. Samuel Davis is my guest today. Uh, Talented actor. Honestly, probably the most successful actor that I, like, person that I've had on the show so far, really. Hmm. Even if you may not feel like it, it's... I, I I do not. You've certainly been on the most, like, the highest number of high-profile things, I think. Aw, thank you. Than anybody, so I'm I'm just thrilled in my little panties to have you here. <laughs> I see them. I'm just really... <laughs> uh, turquoise lace. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they are too small for me, definitely. I should, I should get, get some normal-sized ones soon. Um, I, I, I was curious about, like, all right, because this is a new podcast for you. It, yeah. Did you, like, listen to any other podcasts, like, get, oh, like, yeah, yeah, learn, yeah. like, like Mark Maron, WTF, or Chris I've, I've listened to his. I've listened to um, the one about weird but i'm not gonna lie the main one that i listened to is comedy bang bang and oh, initially okay i was just planning on just stealing it outright and just doing <laughs> my own version of comedy bang bang which it kind of started at us but but you know through the doing it i've learned that of course just need to embrace myself more and as much as i want to be as funny as they are mm-hmm. it turns out i'm just not i'm a little bit more um, I don't know. It has to be your own thing. And yeah. that's why it, this is an evolving podcast, people. Yeah, it is. It's and that evolving. is my goal with it. It yeah. will evolve over time. Depending on who's on, kind of depends, uh, you know, gives the flavor of the show. I'm so glad that you're doing this, too. This is such a good idea. I like it. Because, you. It, it, you know, it's whenever people are on shows and stuff, I, you know, they're um, – they're always like, you know, like people are going to want to podcast them and stuff. But this is like, no one has a, a need to podcast me. You know what I mean? Like, no one has <laughs> a like, need. Yeah. No. You, know, you know, like, I'm, it's not like that, you know, yet at least, I hope. Uh, but it's. Um, so this is your first podcast. This is my first. Yes. And I've actually been doing. Um, anyway, so I think it's really smart of you to do this. Well, thank I've you. actually been doing a podcast with myself that really only is like kind of for me right now. That's cool. At the end of every month, I'll just kind of give like 10 minutes about what 
I shouldn't even be telling you this. Uh, I'll just like <laughs> this is like a personal journal that you just yeah. keep like in a closet. Yeah, because like well, on, or yeah, it's in my closet. You record it on tape. <laughs> well, my closet folder on my desktop. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, because I think about like you know my great grandparents and stuff. Like I would have loved to hear their voice or you know seen them talk or something. So that's kind of why I'm doing that. Right. No, it's gonna I feel be like a month yeah. is a good long of time. I think that that's a really cool idea, man. I, I look forward to. Like, like when you die, you know, the archive yes. of Samuel Davis yes. will be released. Yes. I, I'm, I, I think of it as like, you know, at the end of every year, I'll have like a new album of like 12, right. 10 minute, like, like sessions, like the highs and highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> Catch Samuel as he's alone in his apartment. <laughs> well, that's, that's the darn digital truth about the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. So anyways, I, I, I love the podcast. It's great of you to do. I think it was a cool idea. Yeah. I kind of discovered it. Um, and thank you for asking me on. Of course. You were literally one of the first people that I thought about when I thought about doing this podcast. Because when you didn't ask and you were promoting it, I was like, he doesn't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not going to make it. No, but like I was saying, you're probably closer to making it than, than any of us in terms of, well, but I mean, it's loose, like, you know, what making it means and what all that is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I hear you. But the first, you know, the first thing I like to ask the guests yes. to give the listeners, which I believe we're up to almost 150k. Gosh, because for Olivia's it was only 30. Yeah, and oh each each episode it raises about Gosh. 10 to 20. So, but this one we had a big leap, uh, 150k. Gosh. So, so just keep in mind that there are 150,000 people listening right now oh, live. Okay. Um, Adidas, Adidas. I love my wear, my new we, uh, Adidas. <laughs> We had to plug that. Sorry, we got we are sponsored by Adidas now <laughs> to get this many people. Um, but the first question, Samuel. Armani underwear hurt. <laughs> Send me Armani. Oh, oh my god. Sorry. I would yeah. love to get sponsored by Armani. Yeah. We could get like everyone who walks into the room. I just spritz them with cologne and like give them the keys to a Maserati and <laughs> and say go do a go do a lap before we start the show just to get your. <laughs> your engine revving uh anyway all right i'm getting off track here but that's good that's what i want to be this is samuel cool. where did you and i meet for the very first time can you tell the story okay um i'm going to uh, i i believe that it was on set of abel's field Mm-mm. But we possibly met. Oh no, it was rehearsals for Abel's Field. Yes. Did I meet you at an audition before that though? I don't know. No. Maybe in the. I don't. Maybe at Vicky's. Yeah. But no, the first time we shook hands. Yeah. Was at the rehearsal. It was just a table read between you and Gordy and I. Yeah, that's it. You probably were there all day because you were the lead in in this film. Right, right, right. It was called Abel's Field. Yes. And you, you, and you play uh, Nettie. I played Nettie, Nettie. like. Uh, and, oh my gosh! Just and yeah, and you look the exact same now as you did then. I, no, I had a, a like a mustache. Yeah, you well, you know, you had long hair though. Oh, I did have long hair. Yeah, my my hair is that probably was the last time that my hair was this long. Yeah. I was I, I turned twenty one on the set of Abel's yes, Field. Yes, we were we were inside of the truck. And we were doing those truck scenes about like you wanting me to go and spoiler alert for all you listeners yeah. out there. Don't want to spoil Abel's field for you, but you know what? It's been four years. You should have seen you it already. Seen that. Um, um, but yeah, no, I remember we were sitting. Well, all right, so we had that rehearsal and it was really cool. And mm-hmm. you were totally like that that kind of bad boyfriend that I, yeah. I would have. You know, and I remember thinking when you got there too, because initially, you know, I was so arrogant back then. I was like, they didn't even give me a chance at the lead role. Why? Why didn't I even get a chance? Oh. But then I saw you and I was like, oh, <laughs> no, that makes sense. <laughs> no, it no. should be. It should definitely be him. Dude, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. But like you, you, I, I remember. Sorry, that's my Dr. Pepper bottle. It's <laughs> um, your alter ego voice. It's just, <laughs> just uh, like, like not even a transvestite like from Transylvania. Plug it in. You should be Frankfurter, man. <laughs> Yeah. That'd be a great role for you. Tell the guy. Um, no, but yeah, I, I remember we were. Um, I loved being in that car with you, and we had like a like yeah, like that was your birthday mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, and of and course we were speaking in code about yeah. like how you had a um, you had a girlfriend at the time. I and was seeing someone. She, she was a little older than you. She was ten years older. Oh than me. Oh my gosh! At twenty one. At twenty. She was oh, she was ten wow. years older than me. It was very brief. Can you but... imagine a thirty one year old like taking you out for like a twenty one? Like, hey, here's a hey. shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> she's like, have you tried this before? I'm like, no. What's it gonna do? Right. She yeah. She um, 
Yeah, that was that was a fun little jaunt, and we were um, yeah, using well, we, the we terminology of cars. Terminology of cars, like, oh, how uh, how old is this car? Because you know we were mic'd. We were so, mic'd, so we didn't want to sound yeah, yeah. people. So uh, how how uh, do you like newer cars, younger cars, or do you like uh, you like older cars? <laughs> like, you know, the older car works well, but sometimes it breaks. But also, <laughs> you know, the the newer ones sometimes there's not a lot of character to them. The newer models that don't 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 have a lot of miles on them. You know, yeah. it's it's harder to get a read on what they want. Yes. Um, yes. And that has just proved to be the case time and time we, again. I'll tell you, I am I'm certainly done dating girls who are young. Really? I mean, not that I'm old, you know. It's not the no. age difference. You know, I will date someone five years younger than me, mm-hmm. but not right now. Five years from now, I will. But I, I, can't, I can't be with women who are, like, younger than 21. I can't be with those 13-year-olds. 21's even a stretch. Just like, <laughs> they're, they're just like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it always ends in. No, no, it always no. ends. You know, it's... you know, what I like too about this podcast is that we're not held by any restraints of like you can't say this, no. you can't say that. You know, what I mean? it's say like it all. no one is paying me right now. No so one's I paying can you. Say or do whatever I want. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> you, know? you know, save just the you know the opinion of 150,000 people yeah but right. other than that right. Right. other than that so you can absolutely sway say the masses whatever you um, want be who you want to be uh yeah i mean though no, that was uh so yeah that was austin texas yeah. 2011 yeah that was after those big fires that happened oh shit yeah. Yeah. that's right i think someone on set yeah their like, house their had, like, whole house down burned down, down. yeah that yeah. was and then i was like yeah give me a water um <laughs> shit <laughs> Oh, you're the worst! Oh, you, you took the water and you put out. You, you put out. His yeah, house. to fix it. To you fix tried. the problem. Yeah. Okay, let me fix this. Um, but so you you were you were on a roll back then, if I remember. You did like you were the lead in that. You you were the lead in something else. Yeah, directly it, after. Yeah, that well, that was like, um, I just I I'd really kind of just started um um taking acting seriously as far as like in, in college. Like I did the frat thing, and then I started wanting to um, get into film mm-hmm. and so I, I started you know auditioning for student films that worked out well like in like sophomore year and then like that sophomore year going into junior year I, I did like a film called New Hope which was a Christian right. film in, in New and Orleans and Abel's Field was that as well yeah yeah exactly and then like I had to get, get Abel's Field like right whenever I got back so everything kind of in that south market and then after Abel's Field like I did I was at school at University of Texas at Austin mm-hmm. go Longhorns and <laughs> We just beat Baylor, yeah. and screw you, Baylor. And uh, we can and guarantee then, no one from Baylor is listening to this podcast. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> exit. Um, okay. We and and then yeah, exists was that one. So oh, that was yeah, that was yeah, like a, afterwards. a and, nice one. And we used those fires kind of as a backdrop for that story. So that was kind of weird. Really? That was, yeah, that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, oh, that's like, weird. Bigfoot was kind of like spurred out by mm-hmm. these. It's a Bigfoot. Yeah, film I think by I like. Ronald I know. Sanchez. I knew almost everyone in that cast. Yeah, almost. Chris Osborne, Dora, uh, mm-hmm. Dora Madison Burge, and then I auditioned Who's for really that. Doing well. Do, oh, is she? Yeah. I believe that. I actually worked with her a year ago on a short film for like a virtual reality. Oh, cool. It was really weird. Yeah, we yeah. like we. <laughs> Went out to the beach and filmed this short with, like, we did that thing where we just threw the script away mm-hmm. uh-huh. and just completely went with our own instinct and just entirely changed the story and just did whatever the hell we wanted. You two are the perfect people for that. Yeah. It was an interesting experience, dude. That girl's intense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. And like, I'm going to get her out of here for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, she was um, just getting done with Friday Night Lights. And then, like, you know, it was funny because she and I are like the same age and, she and I were like the youngest people on set for that one. For Exists? Yeah, for Exists. And um, it was Eduardo Sanchez, the Blair Witch Project director. Right, right. And he was like, um, and so then everyone's kind of like doing all these grown up things. And like she and I are like, this is kind of cool being in a hotel room, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I was like ooh. in school studying like for my test with like my bloody makeup. You were in New Orleans? Uh, no, that was in Bastrop. Okay. Yeah, right outside of Austin. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, like I felt like I kind of got that, um, the, 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 the Texas market kind of happened well and relatively quickly you know mm-hmm. um and then the whole thing was like you know trying to get on bigger projects and stuff that's you know so and then that's always the thing is now i'm out here in los angeles and, mm-hmm. and you've been out here for a, a minute now maybe yeah close two, to three yeah close to three years yeah, yeah actually yes yeah so that's happening but that's that's good i i feel like you know before moving here 
many people fall under the misconception that you're going to come out here and just like start hitting things right away. But mm-hmm. really, it's it does take like three or four or five years to just like sink your feet into the ground because the whole name of the game out here, I think, and I'm not very involved to be honest, but I think is just simply getting casting directors to know who you are. Over here, right? You know, right? Somebody said something when I first moved out here that really like hit home, and it was that L.A is not waiting for you, is what mm. they said to me. They were like, you know, doesn't matter how talented, how good you are, there are enough talented, good people here already. Like, LA will go on with or without you. Totally, And yes. you you can come and join in, yes. but you yes. have to join in and you have to play kind of the game. So right. to be under the delusion like, oh man, LA is gonna, you know, wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. just full of shit, unfortunately. To- totally, and I think it's... um. And you can either take that as two ways, either like, oh, no, that means, eh, well, screw L.A., or you can be like, ah, that actually really pushes you. you know yeah, I mean, I mean you so, have to put and a also, bit of work And also, it's in. a marathon, not a sprint. That's Definitely. the thing. You yeah, know? acting, lifelong pursuit. Yeah. Just don't ever give it up. You know, you'll have success here and there, but don't yeah. make it, I mean, I don't know. Don't make it your only thing. I was going to say, you can, obviously, mm-hmm. if that is your true and only passion, you know, and I'm only saying this for myself because of how much I've sort of let go of acting a bit recently or let mm. go of my focus on it. Not that I ever had focus, but uh, I just have become so much more interested in so many other different aspects of art, mm-hmm. which I think will uh, benefit you in a way that you don't expect or see yet. Yeah. You know what I, I mean, mean, that's that's just it. like I have every intention of still becoming an actor. Yeah, totally. You know, I am an actor, but it's mm-hmm. just I a kind of act, a great actor. Well, thanks. I love you. I, I love you too. <laughs> we're making out right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You have two tongues. That's really strange, but arousing. No, but um, I I just think that to be a, like a good actor, you know, you kind of have to be a full person. And so I just had the, I, I realized I was like, man, I just need to like figure out myself first before I even attempt to join an acting class to right. learn. Because growing up, I was like, oh yeah, I'm the shit, it's fine. And then I realized, oh, I've put literally no work and have just been bouncing off my natural charisma <laughs> this entire time. Yes. So um, I think that is 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, I know you do a little sound effects. So I know to, your know. real dream is to become an announcer <laughs> at a wrestling match, <laughs> I think. Well, um, I've kind of, is this a recent epiphany for you somewhat? Like in the um, past like, six months in, or something? In moving to LA, I learned this certainly. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause this is kind of a new epiphany to me as well. And like, I learned this, um, something happened back in July that like, you know, I had a really good job and then it got taken away. Really? So, yeah. So that can, you got hired like for an acting gig and yeah. And you got fired. E- I, I either. Yeah. I'll, I probably got replaced. Oh man. Yeah, but or or I don't know, the project may not go forward. I think it will be, but you know, it's just you know, it, it, whatever. Do but we want to do we want to keep that on the DL? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So but but it was kind of like a um it, it, I was really excited about it and 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 then I was really sad whenever it went away, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um the thing I've realized too is that I've learned from it and I have to keep things in a positive light is that um you know, I, I can't be at the mercy of other people's projects 100% of the time. Absolutely. So what I've been doing for the past, like right after that happened, I joined like an acting class. I joined a sketch writing class and um, because I had to stay busy. So now it's like, you know, I'm writing a lot of sketches, even if they're small or little Instagram series. Like I mm-hmm. have to be in control of something. Or not to be like, I need to be in control. But like yeah. I, I need to... Um, have my own thing going on and not be not think of like I desperately need this yeah. you know because no, that comes that off, doesn't work that comes off in audition rooms that comes yeah. off just with people they smell it yeah They're like and, bloodhounds and like, like yeah. oh this guy needs this get him out of here right, right, right. oh what the hell uh, <laughs> he wants this <laughs> no but it, it's like um, you know you have and that's giving me more confidence because it's like it's okay if I don't get your Toyota commercial like you yeah. know what I mean I, I'm like that would be cool but like I'm real excited about like this feature that I'm writing or this short that I'm actually planning totally, on man. making just you project know? your own vision and so I think that that is absolutely especially in this day and age the way to do it right and you like, know I have um oh I kind of want to I kind of want to introduce like a little thing on your show like yeah, it's called spell uh 
it's called spirit animals. Spirit animals? I don't know. I thought about it this morning in the shower. Like, well, you, How many ideas did you have this morning in the dude, shower? I know. That's what it is, though, man. I've been writing so much recently, and like writing like uh, creates more writing and creates more ideas. Like, yeah. I, I have a sketch show coming up December 16th at 8.30. Don't worry about it. And if you want to come to it. Like, Where is it? Uh, it's going to be in Hollywood at the Let Life Theater. Okay. But then if you're not doing anything on valentine's day of my sketch my lab show for groundlings so maybe you can come oh, okay that. so is that like your graduation that's like our yeah like either you pass or you like don't take any more classes or they say you have failed exit the business never try again <laughs> you're not funny you have no value and yes. you are not allowed to work in this industry <laughs> never say you're affiliated with us <laughs> that's how um, it works in hollywood everybody you well, get one chance but the thing is like i i do hope to pass that class but it's like it, it i don't and it will hurt if I don't, but it's also. Oh, I'm like, sure you will, though, right? I mean, I, I I feel like I've prepared for it. I don't know, dude. That's the thing is, like, I don't know. You must have grown a lot, like taking these acting classes, because mm-hmm. I mean, you. I feel like you didn't necessarily do comedy. Like you're always obviously just naturally a funny dude, and like oh, thank you. you've got brothers and you have like a chemistry with people. Yeah. But you weren't focused on comedy back in Texas, right? No, no, no. So, so that's new. Not. Yeah, I've always w- known that I've wanted to do that, but I've never. Um, I've n- never really had an avenue to pursue it. Like in, in Austin, like, you know, stand up isn't that big or like, you know, yeah. Clear Lake where I'm from in Houston. It's not like, hey, everyone's doing stand up at the at the Shake Shack or, you know, yeah. or, or like Boondog Wills. You know what I mean? Like it's I think that they do. They but should, like, I, we I, should start that. I, and also like all, all my all my um, I just I, I read Judd Apatow's book, um, Sick in the Head. And dude, like, is that great? Yeah, it's great. And I, I feel like it's a lot of what you're doing right now. Like, you know, he would, he was like 17 interviewing like big comedians like Seinfeld and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it, it's, it's good because this may not be all that, you know, like, um, um, worth that much right now. No, totally. But it's going to be worth a lot. You know, you never know. Yeah, like no, that's my years. whole plan with this. Yeah. Like, you know, if I can manage to keep doing this every week, yeah, yeah. then down the line, I feel pretty confident that this may, you know, provide me with some kind of revenue or may yeah. provide me. It'll if if nothing else, it'll just be interesting to have. Oh, oh, for sure. It's 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 um taking advantage. Yeah, we'll of, be able to say who made it. Yeah, yeah. who actually made oh it? Off of, off of we're gonna make it. Um, what is it? But um, oh, what was I talking about? I'm so bad about that sometimes. Um, oh, me too, dude. I just, yeah, well, my trains for, of for thought. the two of us, we should have had someone like hire someone just to sit right there and be like, "You were talking about your sketch show." You know, honestly, you... I think that legit podcasts probably have that. Yes, and oh, that for sure. They also have somebody like doing engineering. So let, let's keep in mind that I am. We're just in my room with a couple microphones, <laughs> yeah, recording he's this on my not own. His left foot and like. I mean, it's a fucking thing to make this and happen. Adjusting the blinds with his right hand. Yeah. Um, no. Huh? Yeah. I. Um, Anyway, so I've been writing a lot more recently, and um, and I feel like that's kind of been therapeutic, and, and I don't know, and I, I've I've I feel like I'm in a good state right now. So, uh, but what I was thinking about was, what um, um, if we wanted to like say like if we whisper and we say a spirit animal like uh-huh. a person yeah. alive or dead that you feel like right now in this time in your life is like your spirit animal, right? And then just give me like a couple sentences why. Uh, a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is... I, I'm introducing a new... Se- okay. <clears throat> Everyone, this is Samuel Davis, and I'm introducing a new segment on Devin Bonet's We're Gonna Make It podcast. It's called Spirit, Spirit Animals. Animals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's where we whisper, and because it's kind of a secret. Secret. <laughs> and we and we say... I'm going to let Devin go first. Okay. Devin, well, um, right now, currently, this time in your life, meaning like this week or this morning... Sure. Who is like your spirit animal? They can be alive or dead. Okay. Yeah. Hey, all right. yeah. Henry Miller. Okay, who's Henry Miller? Give me a couple explanations. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Miller is a literary legend. Oh yeah. He has written many uh, incredible novels, okay. short stories. Okay. Uh, he's lauded. He was a big influence on Bukowski and the Beatnik generation. Um, he wrote tales about growing up in New York, and I'm sort of imitating him currently when I write about things in L.A. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you... So you've been... Okay, Bukowski isn't the guy that, like, on Cats, like Bukowski, on writing, that guy? You, you never heard of Bukowski? I know I have heard of him, but, like, uh, I like, I'm making sure it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, Charles Bukowski, yeah, okay, the, the writer, sure. poet. Okay, great. Um, um, so, um, do you have books of his here? Right I, I do. 
Okay, I do. Henry Miller. I've got Big Sur and the Oranges of Hieronymus Bosch. I've got Tropic of Capricorn. Okay. I, I've, I've got oh, many of us. Just edit out the parts where I didn't know him. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. You know, keep it. I'm going to amplify those. <laughs> Put reverb. Make it sound like you're saying on a mountain. I've never heard of Henry Miller. Okay. Okay, but but, but he's my, yeah. my spirit animal. So what he's been on your mind a lot. So recently. what does that mean? Well, it's just I'm reading one of his books right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I, I just love the way that he um, lives his life with the dreams of being a writer and being completely poor and chasing romance and things. Wow. He just gets by by like borrowing money from people and just like hanging out for like the first maybe three decades of his life. Oh. I love that. All right. You know, passion the man has. So is it your? Yeah. So what? you know what a spirit animal is, right? Kind of like oh. You kind of have a, not necessarily a crush on that person, but you kind of like, you really, you, you're not even jealous of that person. You're more like, I would like to be like him. Right. But I'm not like desperate or crazy about it. I'm like, like I, I want to be myself, but I admire that. Yeah. That's lot. exactly what, what Henry Miller is for me right now. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> so real quick. Yeah. Samuel. Yeah. What is your spirit? Spirit. spirit. Um, right now mine is Justin thorough Ooh, i just watched him last night in a film is this about you or me devin no, i'm just kidding <laughs> okay wait what was the film oh, whoa. Oh, what was the, film? <laughs> the, the, the film was wanderlust but let's let's get back to you <laughs> um tell me about your relationship with justin so, uh, and also lena dunham mm, okay so you have two you, what the fuck you get two oh uh, well just that's bullshit. It was I didn't get to. I'm giving you an example. All right, no. Justin Thoreau, because I feel like he's a really good, serious actor, mm-hmm. but also he's written so many funny things. Oh, man, he's probably, he's really fucking funny. Yeah, but like, I was listening to an NPR podcast where they talk very close to the mic, but, mm-hmm. um, and he was like, he was just like so basic because the interviewer was like so basic to him, mm-hmm. and then I listened to him on like Nerdist, and he was so like funny you know (laughs) yeah but also like i know that he's written um he helped write tropic thunder he helped Mm. write zoolander zoolander yeah he's like this real serious actor on leftovers and i'm like yeah and the more importantly the most important thing is that he's He's married to jennifer Jennifer aniston Aniston. of course i mean i knew that that was going to come out there and so i wonder if they met on the set of wanderlust no one knows no one There's, knows for sure. They don't even There's know. tales of folklore for years and years about how they may have met. And I just like love his like, I love like the, the seriousness, but also like, yeah, like you can be really freaking funny too. Yeah. And Lena Dunham, because she went out in there and like made a, like made a feature film like about, you know, tiny furniture. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and it's, and it was so good, but yet so, so her type and that's totally what I want to make in like the next three years exactly so, so what I, th- I feel like what both of these people have done and also what Henry Miller did for the record is they truly came into and found their own voices yeah that's it and then projected that voice through an amplifier yes to the masses yes 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 yes, yes. so that's what we have to do for spirit animals that was good that has been spirit animals thank you uh I am strange. We actually ended up taking off all of our clothes during the recording of that. It, it just seemed right. And we've got incense and sage both. Burning. Where's my Crocs? I'll throw those out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but we've got more. Thanks for, thanks on, for letting in the, me in the gift shop. show a second. <laughs> no, it's fine. The show becomes whatever the guest prefers. Um, yeah, actually, that's a perfect time. Let's take a, let's take a break. Okay. And uh, we'll come back with an audio portion and you say, maybe are going to do some stand-up? Um, I was going to, like... Because stand-up doesn't really work the same, like, doing telling you my jokes on a podcast. Well, here's the funny thing about the podcast. Oh. Is that I get to go in after and add uproarious laughter to every single one of your jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I actually, like, recorded my set that I did the other oh, night. you did? And, um, what was it? Uh, I, um... But I put it in the back of my pocket because there was no like stool or anything to put the phone on. Uh-huh. So um, and the cord was really short, so I couldn't like go around stage. And so I don't know if you want to just. It was to a live audience though. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, we should just Here, play that. We'll take the break and I'll show you. Yeah. That. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Uh, you know, get us going.
Uh, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Uh, we're going to make it with Devin Bonet and cats and kids and lizards. Um, so we're going to, Samuel's going to play a clip from his uh, stand-up set the other night. And he recorded it on his phone, so there's a bit of rustling, but it still sounds uh, sounds good. And so here it is. Football, my favorite football player um, isn't like a person, but it's the guy that, you know, like for, for kickoff, and everyone's going against each other. And, and he's not the guy that catches the ball in the end zone and runs it, but it's the guy that tells him, no, 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 don't run it, don't run it. Kneel. You know, and he's like, all right, and he kneels and everything. But like, I feel like that's who I would be, because why not crazy athletic? But like, they would trust my judgment enough to be like, dude, I, no, 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 I just uh, still like the London, you know, and I love how watching watching a game go on in London and just how it's packed. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's everyone's wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scary. Uh, Samuel, that was really funny. Oh, thanks. I, I laughed. I think football's catching on too. <laughs> I don't know why they thought that. I think it was because there was a there was like a TV going on and it was like Calvin Johnson getting like this big catch, and it was like obviously it's catching on. That's hilarious. Um, so thank you so much for uh, sharing your vulnerable soul and, and playing that for us. Oh, thanks. I that was the first time I've gone up in because I went up a couple times in college just to kind of be like my friends were like do it. And then um, I recently got involved in Sketch Out Here, or not recently, but um, this guy in my sketch class was like, his name's Mike Cetera, and he was like, uh, I, I, let's do some, I'll put you up some stand-up. So he kept like giving me some times and stuff, and that was like the second time I've done it in a long time. So, I don't know, it, it felt good. It you felt good you think you're going to keep doing it? Here's the deal. I think that, it, that um, I like doing it because I have no ambition to be a stand-up. Right, so you it's know, kind of a weight off the shoulders, just kind of for fun. It's totally an exercise, and it's totally like a, um, yeah, it's totally just an exercise of writing and of like, um, kind of like it knocks out all the cobwebs of like being nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, and I, it just I, helps you think on your feet. Yeah, and and like, also like a weird mantra that I've not a mantra, but like a thing that I've kind of been thinking about recently is I don't care so much about what people think. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's um. Like, I, I was raised, um, you know, like, you know, awesome, gosh, the best parents, obviously. But it was like, I, you know, we were a very political family. My dad, you know, was a, you know, into politics ever, up until last year of my life. So it was almost like, you know, growing up being like five or six, like going door to door, like, you know, please vote. And, you know, you kind of want people to wow. like, you know, it helps if people like you. Right. You know, so you kind of seek that. And so I feel like um, it, it's, uh, it's, not it's a good trait but it's not one for that i think an artist should live in being like um seeking approval so i don't seek approval and can i ask do you identify with being an artist like overall i i I think i'm as much of an artist as like a a guy that thinks up funny bits and sketch ideas can be you know what i mean like you know i don't see myself like you know henry david thoreau like you know like going through the woods you know but i i definitely like i'm definitely always drawn to those type of people you know mm-hmm. i i, I um uh, yeah what is like the most obscure kind of art that you've ever worked on most obscure type of art i've i mean it doesn't have to be obscure in a literal sense but just obscure for you um, what was it? Uh, I, I did like, uh, I don't know. I, I was water doing a lot of watercolors last year just by myself, mm-hmm. just kind of for me. And I, and I mailed them to like my grandpa with like some weird, it was weird. Like I would just kind of get in a trance and I would do watercolors and I would send them and I would make bookmarks for my grandpa and my grandma. I don't know. Cause they read a lot. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. It was just something just to, just to do. I don't know. Watercolors are very peaceful. My, my gangster love Henry Miller. Later in life, got yeah. real into watercolors. Gosh, yeah. that's really awesome. Yeah, so what you know, 
any no. kind of a. So you you know you are art you're artistically I, but, inclined. But I'm, I'm more like now um, I'm definitely like getting into okay plot structure and like oh that's that's how that opened and mm-hmm. oh that's I'm like you know writing a lot more and I'm like kind of in like sketches uh, like right now like like the, the feature that I'm trying to write it's like. It, like I'm treating every scene like it's a sketch, you know, like it has to have like an opening, like, you know, those three right. and then like turn at the end, you know, and then that leads into the next scene, you know, and but then you have to see the bigger, bigger picture. And I have like a little cork board. It's it's actually like cardboard in my room and love like little note cards. I'm like, that has to be planted there mm-hmm. so that it can pay off there. That's awesome, dude. So you're really like putting in the work to become kind of a director of, of your own show eventually, well, maybe. Yeah. And then I would like to. Actually, I kind of want to see if you're interested. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in just kind of like hashing out characters on Instagram. So I, I think I'm gonna start a on Instagram. Yeah, like I think I'm gonna make, I'm gonna start like a fake account or a real account and like try to sell it as like so real about like a country music star named Sammy Crockett. Oh, that's a great idea. Is, is Sammy Crockett a good name or Sammy Petty? I think Sammy Crockett. He's a descendant of Davy Crockett. Yeah, yeah. I th- I feel like Samuel Crockett. Is butter or something? Like really? margarine? Damn it. No, is it? <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm thinking of country crock. No, no. Yeah, no. Sammy Crockett, I think, is good. Yeah, okay. That's perfect. All right. Yeah. My, my buddy, Blake, was like, he was he's writing a comic book, and he was like thinking about Crockett, and then we were talking, and I was like, dude, Crockett, yes. Crockett, So you're, you're a famous uh, country music star. Yeah. So with with he, what, like a dark past well, or dark he's secret? Like, he's or? like, you know, he's, he got really big at 12, and now he's... 19. <laughs> he's or 19. Like, and he's like, you know, like about to announce his big tour dates. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's very confident about everything. Like, you know, people used to not, you know, go to my shows because they didn't want to. And now they don't go because they can't because it's like too expensive or, you know, it's in Dubai. You're right. I, <laughs> I mean, don't know. It's like just buy a ticket. It's like buy a ticket and come to w- the Would show. it be funny if it was like his like retirement tour? Oh. Oh yeah, because he's like, like twenty, like nineteen. Yeah, he's 20. like a prodigy, a prodigy, and like he's at he's at the end of his career. He's like, I just can't do it anymore. He's like, yeah, he's like, try, like I. I guess I'm doing a California twang. Um, like I'm, I'm trying to think because it's like, I love the fact that Zoolander kind of, you know, and that's what I grew up on. Is like I grew up on Jim Carrey, Ben Stiller, he, like heavyweights. Honestly, up ap, a lot of Apatow films, Cable Guy, you know, and yeah. it's like that, that kind of like Apatow character. Film? Cable Guy. He yeah. He wrote that. He didn't write. He produced it. But oh, he ben produced Stiller, it. Ben Stiller directed, directed it. it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And that Ben Stiller is another spirit animal. He's a great director too. Yeah, Walter Mitty, man. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that. And like, I recently saw these like short films of like Zoolander, like in '96. The film came out in right, 2001. The, the sketches from this from yes, the show. Yes, like in '96 of like, um, and then in '97 he did another one called Derek Zoolander University or something. And oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and they're so funny, and I'm like. Yeah, the that, next one looks really funny. Yes, I'm I'm excited. Prison changed me. <laughs> I love like Will Ferrell in that. I get, yeah, I was so excited that he came into that trailer. Oh yeah, it was just like I was watching it with my brother uh, Reagan uh, before um, Gaston's football game, and we were just like going crazy laughing at that. Uh, Will Ferrell is, but like just I, the king. That's kind of why I I really kind of been drawn to Groundlings and stuff, and mm-hmm. and you know UCB's great too. It really is. Um, I feel like they're both, the other ones. They're both strong. And, like the other ones are shit. The other one. Uh, the other one. I just, you know, you only have so much time to like, you know, be spread to different places, you know. But I heard that the Nerdist started one. Yeah. As well. I was, I was interested in doing that. I would be interested in doing yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's likely that I'm going to do this too um, sometime, sometime next year. I yeah. just, I'm, I'm giving myself time, as I said, to figure it out. Yeah. But then, but then I, I think I, I would like to dive into that as well. And it's good because, you know, um, I, I feel like I take groundlings for like really good teaching, like it, like the things like I, I know for a fact that I'm learning things here that I wouldn't be able to learn in Texas. My plan is eventually definitely uh, are, are you going to ask me like what was your idea? of like, I don't know if I should say this yet or not. What is your idea of success? Oh, gosh. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if you're going to. Um, but it's like I would love to eventually like bring so much back to like Texas and like the South and kind of like, I don't know, like, um, I love the way like Robert Rodriguez did it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to work with him. Yeah. A couple yeah. times. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A few. What was your favorite experience with Robert Rodriguez? Um, our listeners would love to hear, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Our, we were on set of machete kills and it was my first day. 
and uh and <laughs> we're like i'm like this little deputy in it i have like like two lines or i don't know yeah and i'm like and you know and danny trejo's there you know like hey you know like you know, danny, trejo. danny trejo and he's like the nicest guy <laughs> and so anyways we're like over there and um we're, we're, we're you know we're doing a scene and everything and i have like i have a, like a line and then uh i'm like yeah i think my line was like it's the president you know, it's the president, you know, when Charlie Sheen calls. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. And then I say the line and then Danny Trejo comes up. He's like, hey, man, like, do do the exact same thing. But like, before you say it, like, take a beat. Like, <laughs> it's the president. <laughs> you know, like, Danny Trejo said that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And so I like said that, you know, it was really funny. And then he um, and or it worked. And and then like. He then Robert Rodriguez just comes in with like a whole bunch of Franklin's barbecue and just like kind of stops the set for a little bit. What? Yeah, and just like he because William Sadler was there. He was this. Other, he's another actor and um and that that has worked with Rodriguez before. And he just like puts down a bunch of Franklin's barbecue and like it wasn't like we were like taking a break or anything. He was just like, all right, hey uh hey Danny, come get some Franklin's barbecue. Sadler, come here. And then uh I think. <laughs> Rodriguez just calls me Cleburne because that was my character name. Hey, Cleburne, get over here. Cleburne. And so I, I felt bad because, like, I was just, like, eating some barbecue and, like, they were all, like, kind of having, like, their guy time. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's good. So, hey. hey, get some get some of that sauce, man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So does he do that with everybody? Does he call everybody by their character names? Uh, or he just didn't know your I, name? I know he just didn't. I don't think he know my name. Because <laughs> I heard Tarantino does do that. Oh, really? No, yeah. I think he, I don't think he knows my name. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. He might have been, like, it's Samuel Frederick Davis, right? <laughs> like, yes. Sammy Davis Jr. Your brother's names are Gaston and Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, but yeah, that was really funny. We got to eat Franklin's barbecue, and yeah. Danny Trejo was like, "Take a That's cool. take a beat." But so similarly to him, and maybe you know Linklater as well, you want to eventually start uh, an empire in Texas. Like, I'm like seriously, yeah, totally, yeah. like. I, and I don't know what it's going to be yet because I've also like I've also been wanting to do some stand up too, where um it's not so much like Christian themed, but it's almost like as, like spiritual themed because mm-hmm. I have a lot of problems with um, religion versus spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like there's a lot of funny things in that about like things I went through, like with church growing up and what I think about it now. And and I don't know. And I I. And then also, like, I would, I have a lot of ideas of, um, I feel like that could be, like, a really good market or a really good thing to, like, kind of go towards. Well, in Texas, know. it would certainly be... Uh, it would hit. <laughs> ...controversial or well, no, but, people I mean, would be it, interested. It's good about, it's, you know, good Christian themes and everything, but it's just about, like, you know, things about, like, trying to get someone to do something out of love versus fear, you know? Like, yeah. Something I said in, like, uh, the stand-up the other night, I was, like, trying to, like, get someone to, like... You talk to someone about like Christianity out of like fear versus love is like having a, a girlfriend trying to make her boyfriend commit out of a fake pregnancy, you know, like, <laughs> right. he's going to, yeah, sure. He's going to have to stick with you, but like, he won't want to, he won't like you like, you know, yeah, or, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I got you. and you're crazy. <laughs> well, but, I think I can, I mean, I can so see you having like a stand up special or something like that. Oh, that'd and, be cool. That'd be cool. But I, I, I like, I, I would, I don't. I I feel like right now I'm kind of like in the same boat as you, and it's like I'm I'm writing a bunch of stuff and kind of seeing what I feel I could have the most legs to be created first, and letting that naturally mm-hmm. take take its course. I think that's the move, you know. Just go out there and um, make moves towards everything that you're interested in, mm-hmm. and eventually one of them will one of them will probably hit. I I would like to. I would like for one to hit. I would like for one to hit too. Um. Um. Well. That's super groovy. Uh, I think we're going to take a quick another break and then come back in with the uh, haiku, poetry, deep talk, gratitude okay. section oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Of, of the show. Nice. And uh, yeah, so everyone just take a break. Go get a cola. Fuck all that. Here I am over and over and over and over. Fuck all that. Here I am over and over and over and over. Fuck all that. Here I am over and over and over and over. Fuck all that, here I am, over and over and over and over. Fuck all that, here I am, over and over and over and over. Fuck all that, here I am, over and over and over and over. Fuck all that, here I am, over and over and over. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to make it the podcast. Um, 
my arm is in a cast. Uh, cast and cast, that's not a good rhyme. Anyway, we're back. We're going to do the uh, haiku section. I put out a, a, a request on Facebook for people to send in haikus, and I got uh, three different people have sent them in. Axe Stinnett has sent in all of the following. My breath is stinky. I ate a couple onions. Nobody kissed me. That was a warning, but this next one is a threat. Don't make me kiss you. Okay, and then... Victoria Ingram says, Our lasers went off. No, they weren't set to stun. We are in trouble. And then she says... I love you, you know. Forget I kissed my brother. I love you. I know. And then Axe replied, You kissed your brother? I also kissed your brother. Do we catfight now? And then Victoria said, I don't know then. You have no excuse for that. Let's just say it's Alderaan. Looking in Alderaan places. <laughs> That's a fun little interaction between Axe and Victoria, who have most certainly never met in real life. And then we have one from... Uncle Charles, Charlotte Linden Ercoli Co., who also, you know, who comes in with the controversy, and she's going to be a force out there, and she's a very strong vision, we're going to have her, and she says, I am Uncle Charles from the year of the faggot. I love to party. That is Charlie Bird's haiku, everyone. Uh, just reading it as it is. There it is. Um, okay, and so... That is really cool. And then Samuel, I believe, is still looking to find some, some poetry and things to read. So I'm going to present to you a quote that I was presented with when I got outside of my house today. I walk outside, and they're painting this mural, and it was a quote from Leonardo da Vinci. And he said, It's been known to me for a long time that those who are accomplished don't sit around and wait for things to happen to them. They go out and happen to things. That's kind of what we were talking about before. It is. Yeah, I almost brought it up back then, but I, I thought I'd reserve it um, um, for here. Da Vinci would call that before we talked about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess Da Vinci said it. But you know, that I guess that pertains even back then as it does now. Is that crazy? I know. That is something that's really trippy, you know, about knowledge and truth and discovery of things. Like, everybody's been saying the same thing for just ever. Yeah. Ever since Nothing's humans were around. Changed, Nothing's changed much, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> it has in a lot of ways, but the fundamentals of what we think about hasn't really changed, I don't think. Right. Um, so do you have something? Um, I have two. Two haikus? Um, or just poems? I don't have a haiku. The Stories. Um... One, you know, kind of poem, and then one like little, like a kind of like just a, like a like a proverb kind of thing. Okay, cool. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> uh, this one's actually by memory, uh, but it's it's kind of, it's like a it's like a thing I've kind of been thinking about a lot recently. <clears throat> Anyways, it's I am like a tree planted by rivers of water. I bring forth fruit in my season. My leaves shall not wither. Everything I do comes to prosper, and the grace of God even makes my mistakes come to prosper. Boom. <laughs> that is some true deep shit. I like thinking that. Uh, no, 100%. <laughs> I mean, your mistakes absolutely lead. I, You know, I'm taking this course online right now about uh, Buddhism and um, physiology. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? That can't uh, be right. Um, physiology? That sounds right. Okay, well. Uh, fact checking. Beep, 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 beep. Yes, hey, correct. Um, uh, but anyway, it was talking about how, due to sort of like natural selection, we have to make mistakes in order to see the way to do it right or something like that. Hmm. Um, I'm paraphrasing horribly right now. So the point is not going to get across to the listeners, but I know it deep in my heart and someday I'll be able to communicate it to you. No, yeah, like um or like how planets didn't used to be planets. They were, you know, like they've been like hit and shifted and so that they're like now round. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's like, you know, that's phenomenal. Oh yeah. So um but that, I think that's really quiet. Cool. I appreciate that you're a deep guy underneath it all cuz I am too. And I love the idea of being a tree. 
by like a river. Pla- yeah, it's like yeah. If I want, I, I know I'm going to be thirsty, <laughs> <laughs> so I want that water. You know, like I, and I and I bring forth fruit in my season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, th- yeah, I think that that is really a crucial line there. You wrote this, right? Oh no, no, this is like oh, this I think is a Jeremiah or Psalms okay. from the Bible. Yeah. Okay, cool. But um, I think that I bring forth fruit in my season. Mm-hmm. Is so crucial because we really do live within seasons, and we, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to try and recognize what season you're naturally in. Oh and, wow! And to not fight against it. Wow. Okay. So yeah, like, yeah. and you know, I, I got into a conversation with a guy at a coffee shop who talked about this to me, and he talked about how everyone is born into their spring, and the natural season of life cycle lasts about three years. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you're when you're about 21, 22, that is sort of like the beginning of your your winter. Oh wow! And okay. so, um, of course, depending on what where, where you're born in the year, and then the seasons translate, you know, not only from that, but to just the year, to the month, to the week, to the day, you know, yeah, whatever you're in. So it's like right now we're in the the spring of the day, the winter of the week, whatever uh-huh. the overall. But if you're in your winter, people out there, if you feel like you're not getting things done that you want to get done, if you feel like you're, you know, just sitting around, it's okay. You know, you have to take time to absorb the world around you and who you are to build and do the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the spring is around the corner. Uh, you know, what's funny for me is like, you know, you're, you're talking those three-year cycles and I kind of, I found like a, almost like a gate to my, um, to my years. I'm always... My my favorite, and I feel like my most fruitful part of the year is the fall winter. Mm-hmm. That's like my most fruitful part. Often, and, yeah, the most opportunity. Yeah. And um, and so I'm like, you know, like with relationships, and also with um, with jobs, you know, and like and with like, and I maybe it's because I like the cold. I like I like that. And but summer, I'm not as interested. Yeah, you, you just kind of want to chill out. Yeah, summer. I feel like so. I'm 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 glad that you even pointed out that line. I bring forth fruit in my season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, you know, it's okay. Like we go in seasons, and that's. Yeah, yeah, like like trees do. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a really, it's, it's a really nice. That's a nice uh, passage. And then um, here, I, I, I think... Real quick, just to, to vary it up, uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Bird sent in another one. Just to, now? Just now. <laughs> and it says, my dick is so big, I don't know what to do. I am very scared. So thank you, uh, Charlie, again for yeah. the, um, mm-hmm. let's see, eclecticism, you know? Um, going to go from verses to the Bible to uh, haikus about dicks being big. Uh, and, and here we go. I'll go with my second one. Okay. <clears throat> this is, um, uh, I won't say the author just yet, but um, here we go. I'm that guy. She tell me I'm that guy. I'm the guy that you're guy, even when you've got a guy that you make love with, but right before take drugs with. Then right after, hit the tub, wait on me with suds. Then you back that ass up on me like it's 99, wine fine, like a bottle from the 9-9. Hit you with the 9-9 like it's fucking prime time. Killed the pussy. Had to hit that shit like nine times. Girl, even when I'm gone, just know I'm there for ya. I'm all ears, in other words, here for ya. I'd probably rob a fucking bank and go to jail for ya. As long as I can smack that ass and pull that hair for you, finally famous. Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign. I just love those guys. Words of wisdom and beauty to <laughs> the, live by. I, every time I hear that, I'm I'm hooked. You know a song I like by him? I I don't even know that it's by him, but it's called Deep. Oh, how's it go? What's yeah. the? He's like, shit just gets so deep. <laughs> They're catchy, dude. They're like, we're sitting around thinking and shit gets so deep. Mm-hmm. It's true, though. You know, I relate to that. Shit does get deep sometimes. When you're... Um, I love that they do so much wordplay. And that's kind of like a nerdy thing, I feel like. It's like, because like, you know, for um for like stand-ups and stuff, it's like, you don't want to be like, you know, like, hey, I'm here for you. <laughs> right on ears. <laughs> but, like, that's totally where he's like, I'm all ears. And yeah, other words, here you. for you. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's, but, like, when they say it, it sounds cool, of course. I think I was freestyling in my dreams a lot last night. Do you ever wake up? Because this happened yesterday. I, I have a sketch um, that I need to, like, do a third draft on. Mm-hmm. But, and I've been trying to think, like, how to get this one thing right. Do you ever, like... You've been trying to battle something, and then you wake up, and 
your brain has kind of already formulated like, oh, I need to introduce this guy like that. I need to have her say this. And then I, this needs to be the button on the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bam, fixed it. You just wake up with the answers. I wake up and kind of in that slumber kind of stage, I'm kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of sorts itself out. Yeah. I mean, totally. I wake up inspired all the time. Yeah. Yeah. At first I wake up and think like, fuck. (laughs) Just, Fucking again. And then I think, oh, well, since I'm going to do it again, (laughs) I guess I'll try and be a a genius today. (laughs) A genius. That's being a genie is cool <laughs> that's good man is yeah. that another word that y'all created <laughs> yeah you know we didn't we didn't even fucking use the word that we created this whole show oh yeah well what even was it uh, so many bandit teens been texting me so it's okay. oh yeah i think you were definitely a bandit teen when you were a band teen oh no dude bandit teen i, I was always like yeah, you were like teachers like favorite prissy, like well yeah man yeah totally. I was class. always wearing polos i still wear black call polos. it a good boy <laughs> ah, you're, totally you're, you're, good boy sinner you're a good boy sinner i think good boy sinner should definitely be the name of your stand-up good boy special. sinner smite me um that'll sinner. be your next one yeah yeah yeah. all these like i'm gonna go on tour dude and then and then when you harden and you're older and you know life is shadow over you can just change it to no longer good <laughs> no longer yeah um uh, started off like so. I burned no down a hospital signature earlier. required or something like <laughs> no that. Parent signature, parent signature required. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I like that you do that. Thanks for letting me bring on. Um, yeah, that. I appreciate you bringing. Um, you know, getting real with it and yeah. bringing a really nice thing for for people to think about. I I'd rob a bank and go to jail for you. I mean, that's love, dude. That is love. You know, I mean. Actually, it's just fucking delusion unless she wants you to rob the bank. I mean, she's like, she's like, what? Don't you, don't you, rob a bank. You're you gonna, don't have to do that. We got money. We have jobs. You're going to be you're a rapper. Like you got you're, a lot of money. Your best friend's name is Ty Dollar Sign. Like, I mean, you're very successful. Like, don't fuck that all up just to be romantic. You already got me. Come in. The 30s. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe get your shit together, Tyler. Ty Dollar Signer. I'm not going to say that. I know you have your shit together. Um, okay. Don't bring your people out. Well, one of the last things I like to do is just kind of bring a little gratitude into things. So, yeah. you know, you and I are both very blessed individuals, I think. Mm-hmm. We, we were provided with a lot of things out of the gate in life that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get. Right. And I so I think that it's cool that you have also adopted this mindset of like, love trying to project love and and good things as opposed to fear out into the world i think that is a good thing to be doing Mm -hmm. but you know i'm very thankful for that for for the opportunity to do the things that i do and you're so dude you are so talented well thanks all your albums and everything i I see that your your picture of of your album cover over there it's just like you're so good and i will always support you (laughs) well thanks to him i will always support you too thankful for you i really am so so what do you do in this gratitude section what do you do we just you know just think of some things that you're that you would like to call out that you're very grateful for all right um just imagine it's thanksgiving um Sam, would you like some turkey? Oh, uh, thank you for the turkey. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm English. Yeah, thanks so for the turkey. <laughs> yeah, um, it's backwards. Okay. Um, do I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm I'm very thankful for. Uh, my family has been so blessed with health, and like, dude, seriously, mm-hmm. we have gotten so much. Like, just we're we're like never sick. Knock on woods, of course, but like it's it's um, thank you, but but you know we're like that's that's that that's a big thing. That is beautiful, yeah. And um and I know and because I got like a little sick this past week and I was like, man, some people like have like serious stuff and this is just like a tummy ache, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really thankful for um my brother's new fiance. So he recently got engaged. That's like a real specific one. Oh, nice. Um, uh, her name's Tori, and I like I- I'm really thankful that. I've known her for many years growing up, so I feel like I, I know her. You know, she's turning him around, making him a good man. Uh, making an honest man out of Reagan. Um, <laughs> yeah, they 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 more. It sounds so much. She's like cleaning him up because he's very he's very like um, if he's just he he he's doing everything so right. Mm-hmm. And um, but more like they they complement each other, complement each other. Like they they bring out the best in each other, and also they're very supportive of each other's efforts. Yeah. Um. 
And um, um, yeah, my little brother Gaston. I mean, he's finishing up like his senior year. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm always like thankful for other people's things. You yeah. Know? And because I, I care more about like, like I know that I'm gonna be worrying about me and everything, but I just kind of like to know that everyone else is doing okay. Like I, I can deal with my. That's a good quality to have sense? because like, sometimes I feel like I lack that, and it may be the difference in our upbringing. Like you were. You had brothers in this like kind of real big family together. Totally like American, like yeah. boom, boom. And yeah. so you were always there for each other. You learned how to look out for other people and for others, you know. And I was like just like an only child hmm. and my parents were split. So I'd go back and forth and it was like I, I kind of learned how to just be on my own and be like a lone wolf. Hmm. But I think that maybe that ended up giving me somewhat selfish qualities to where it's like sometimes it's it's hard for me to just be selfless. But it's something I'm working on and. That's one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is to like oh, yeah? try and put attention on other people. Dude, um but then I just talk about myself the whole time. <laughs> just then they just walk out and I just keep going. Yeah. Um no, no, no. Um well, you you I I would have never thought that that was like a thing about you that you're you have to work on your selflessness because I think that you've oh. always been really g- good to me. That's so, good. I'm great at um pretending. <laughs> it's one of my great great strengths. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I feel like I'm a good actor. I'm not a bad liar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's. I feel that way too. Like, mm-hmm. actual lying can't do it because you oh, know what? No. I'm like, I, I think, I, uh, she wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I completely disagree with the the um, concept that you know acting is lying. Acting is not lying. Acting is telling the truth. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So like, being a good liar has nothing to do. Exactly. With it. That's and that's why like, like I would. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, I heard that somewhere from somebody long ago. Yeah. As I'm sure I heard everything that I've ever said from somebody yeah, long ago. Who is this person? <laughs> um, and what, what's something else I'm thankful for? Um, I, I'm really thankful, I guess, if I have to get, you know, think about me for a second here. Um, I, I'm really thankful for, um, like, I, I feel like people tell me that I'm a positive person. But whenever I'm alone with myself, I don't necessarily think I'm a positive person. But then, like, I look at, like, on paper, like, the things that I do, like, on my own effort that no mm-hmm. one's telling me to do. And I'm like, oh, that yeah. that comes out of a positive movement within myself. Totally, man. You know? You're very or, you know, productive. En- encouragement from God. You know? I was yeah. Like, I, that, then, thus, I am, like, a positive person to myself. Totally. I mean, if you're, pre- you know, and you preach, you have good intention. You, your heart is in the right place. I feel like it That's is. It's very evident. Anybody who meets you, anybody who's in your presence can tell that immediately. Oh, thanks. Thank I think. you. So that is a cool thing to be thankful for, you know, and it it is hard as an artist. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of like self-doubt that goes on. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just us coming of age. We're learning how to. Yeah how to deal with those that's things. That's kind of what we were talking about before is like that th- that might be the price that we pay like um because like uh I yeah I I I I think I'm very my parents have always told me and and I I know this I'm I'm pretty sensitive but mm-hmm. I feel like artists need to be sensitive. Like it kind of goes hand in hand. You know someone's like don't be so sensitive but it's like yeah that's kind of what you're dealing with. Yeah. You know like I think vulnerability is one of the strongest qualities somebody can possess. Mm. Personally. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm doing a better job of it, of like using that for like what I need to. And but like with other people, like having a confidence of like, I don't need to please you. I don't need to, um, because I, I feel like whenever you need to please people, you, you're not yourself and yourself mm-hmm. is enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. Yourself is enough, everybody. Let's end on that. Well, what about you? What are you, are you going to say? Well, no, I, I kind of, you know, mentioned, I mean, I feel bad because I just end up saying the same thing every show. Mm. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. You could do this every Thanks, show. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, wonderful friends I have. Thanks, all the people who support hey, me. You know, are you are you going to be adding in, like, a little, like, beep? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, in all honesty. That's funny because last week we were doing an improv at a student groundling show in uh, Hebrew Nationals. And um, <laughs> we're like... Um, 
and we do this thing called radio show where we have two people up there and you give them a suggestion of like what kind of what time is a radio show what's the name and they do that and then two other people are on the back mic they call in like okay, hello yeah. this is uh anastasia from you know or whatever yeah and then we have a fifth person so we give them another mic and the the radio talk show people like after they're like and that was uh like michael strassner one of the guys in the improv troupe goes like it starts with wake up america we need you <laughs> you know yeah. and and then he just like presses like a button in front of him that you know there's no button but he just like space works like a button and our guy in the uh, guy in the back just goes he's like the sound of that guy presses another one and the guy goes awkward <laughs> you know like well i'll have to have you back on the podcast as just the sound effects guy <laughs> At some point. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, Thank you. This is great. Yeah. And I'm well, grateful for... Thank you for being on the show, man. You, Devin. Well, I'm grateful for you, Samuel. <laughs> you know, we push each other forward. We inspire each other. To and we documented here. And we documented it. So, yeah, this will be recorded forevermore. 150,000 people are going to continue their day having heard it's this. Probably like 160 by now. Though, probably 160, yeah. Let's see. Let's check. 160 162,516 wow 17 18 well it goes up so fast it's like like stocks Uh, all right everybody (laughs) we're gonna make go out there you know what everybody go out there and make it spirit animal i'm not a man don't call me I'm not a man Don't call me that In a dream I'm a little jellyfish And I'm just floating And I wake and I'm a little bumblebee It's not a man